Okay, okay, okay. Welcome once again to yet another late episode of the Ballers Bay podcast, your one-stop pod for all things NBA. If you are our one listener from Abu Dhabi, assalamu alaikum, sir. Uh, to the remainder of our devout <laughs> audience, uh, hey, mom. <laughs> With me once again is Globe Trotter VR evangelist Vineet Devaya joins me again from Luxembourg this week. What's up, Vineet? Please say hello to our audience. Hey, hello to the audience. Hi, hello mom. To- Hi, guy, guy slash girl from Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yes, in, in, enough of that. Uh, this is <laughs> like, it's been a late episode, obviously, because of some uh, issues like uh, extension Laziness. of the extension of the New Year hangover. But yeah, yeah. Uh, been a very, very, very busy week in the, my thunder, hashtag thunder up. Uh, shout out to the thunder. Thunder is on the mm-hmm. biggest winning streak of all NBA, seven games win streak. Uh, I think they beat Detroit yesterday, yeah. but sadly, it was not all roses and petals as we lost Andre Robertson for the rest of the season with the injured petalar tendon, which I, I guess it, it's somewhere mm-hmm. in the knee with the, next to the ACL and all. But s- s- sad day, sad day. Like, Robertson was one of our most defensive uh, players, like defensive-minded players who could not shoot free throws to save his life, but could defend like anything. Uh, shout out to Andrew Robertson. I hope he gets well soon. Yeah. And again, like I think last week, DeMarcus Cousins, an all-star starter, DeMarcus Cousins got injured out for the rest of the season. I mean, what, what, what do the, where do the Pelicans go from here? Do they, uh, this season is, at least for me, I think it's done and dusted. This season, they cannot salvage it. What do you think, Vineet? Well, I think... Uh... You know, salvaging is is definitely a, not a part of the question. Okay. Uh, for now, uh, you know, the West is so competitive that you need every edge you can to really win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ad is a phenomenal player. Uh, he's probably, you know, if if Kawhi was not not playing at such a high level, uh, I think I would have to pick Ad as my favorite player, uh, despite him not being uh, fit in always. the in the Spurs. Okay. <laughs> No, he's just he's he's he's, he's a beast, amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, people don't really watch the Pelicans play, but the the guy is just mm-hmm. flat out scary. Definitely. Um, so he he can definitely you know continue to keep the five hundred uh, you know uh, mark just with how good he is, and you know it's this this a little bit more. I mean, I think there's another fifty percent or forty five percent of the of the yeah, games. Yeah, just left. just less than half. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he, I think he he can definitely keep the team up float, uh, up float like five hundred. But mm. I don't know if five hundred would be enough to make the playoffs. In the- uh, I think the the positive part really was that both Demarcus and AD were really playing well together. Yeah, they had figured true. out how to do mm-hmm. how to play. Just just be monsters, right? Like twenty twenty ten. 25-10, they were averaging 25-10. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, so I think, you know, once those two they figure it out, uh, you can easily play, put a, uh, a an amazing team and a bench around them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at, at any time, if you have one of them playing, uh, it's it's a it's a top 10 team, right? Okay. So, so uh, uh, one of the problems is, like you said, you know, AD and DeMarcus Cousins were really starting to, you know, get into their groove, like really starting to show that, 
you don't necessarily have to shoot three pointers like 100 three pointers just to win a game like or you can play a different game than the warriors to I, i wouldn't say that they were better than the warriors but like you said they were getting there they were starting to you know be at the right places because boogie being a, a very skilled passing guy and uh, anthony davis being very great with the mid range and just amazing in the post like you know he's just too good to be ignored uh it's it's sad like this season could have been a little different like uh, who now we'll never know what ad and demarcus cousins could, together could have done but i disagree i i really don't think that there is any way the kings are making the playoffs or even ad is going to show up because they have they to get cousins they left off a lot of good players like let them go and now they are left with an aging not really healthy team which is headed by ad instead of one which was headed by ad and demarcus cousins with role players surrounding him now it's just an ad team i mean yeah i mean you you can always make that you know i mean it's i, I don't know what the what the resultant would be but if you look at it last year also i don't think they had that many better players in the team yeah and still they made the playoffs they did not make the playoffs they were 34 48 they were 15, 14 games below 500 no but they just missed the playoffs i'm pretty sure i i think that. i think they were they were number 9 yeah something like that they just yes. missed it because i remember they and portland were kind of yes uh, yes yes fighting fighting for the last spot uh, uh, uh yeah I, i mean i think they were number 10th in the thing i mean i can see they were number 10th in the thing portland and yeah nuggets were fighting number 10 who was number 9 yeah, then Denver uh Denver yes okay 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 so Denver was involved in that little last place fight. last place right 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 yeah, yeah okay okay uh i mean yeah, if you look at the if too- you look at the team yeah if you look at the team it's there's like i i'll list off players and you won't be able to say whether they are you know like playing staff or like some other staff i mean let's do this right like i mean let's forget this this season this season mm. is gone mm. like you know whether they make the playoffs yes. or they don't make the playoffs they're going to get thumped in the playoffs anyways That's first true. round they're out so the question really is you mm. know what is what are they going to do with demarcus are they, are they going to trade him are they going to let him go are they going to give him the full contract okay uh, yeah what do you think what do you think they're going to do because i think that's the more interesting question because you know demarcus was going to get a max contract either by pelicans or by whatever team that was going to get him get him yeah uh, but now uh, with this injury it kind of takes away all of that potential and then you don't even know if this guy is going to come back and even if he comes True. back will he be the same guy and uh, even if he's the same guy physically will he mentally be the same guy because you know injuries really take True. a toll on you yeah. mentally yeah. Mm-hmm. so the question is will uh, the pelicans say you know what this is our best shot to you know to go to get something. anywhere because to make something because uh, you know i'm not they're not going to get anything anything in you know for return for a for an injured demarcus cousin i don't think they will have that many offers on the table and even uh-huh. if they would it won't be that useful so do you think they are just going to just suck it up and say all right you know we just we just believe in this guy we believe in the system we're just going to pay him the max contract mm-hmm. uh, maybe put a couple of injury clauses in there or do you think they'll just trade him to get a couple of you know wing guards uh, you know 6 7 6 8 guys from somewhere I I think uh, I think what could happen is because this season like you said it's gone but they could try to yeah. you know like do a swap with the Lakers 
before Demarcus becomes a free agent and goes there for free. And because I, I don't think, it, again, like you said, it depends on what the management thinks. I would say that keep Demarcus, obviously, pay him his money because next season he's going to be back and it's going to be it's going to be the same way. But the question is, what does Demarcus Cousins want? What if he wanted this season to see what happens, but now that chance has been taken away from him, so he doesn't have that mm. luxury anymore. So what if he just wants to start next season with the Lakers? Just go there, Paul George going there. Paul George might not go there, by the way, uh, but like that's different. Demarcus Wait, Cousins. Wh- why? Why do you think he's going to go to the Lakers? Why not? Lakers why, have why, why Lakers, Lakers have Lakers have enough things to give New Orleans Pelicans. They they were they already have Julius Randle and uh, what's that Clarkson guy? Huh? Uh, Julius and Clarkson on the on the trading block. So I think that plus some money or maybe even one of one one more player and a draft pick or something. Just send it over. Get Demarcus Cousins. Surround him with the, all these with your Kuzma and Lonzo Ball and like these unselfish players. Get make DeMarcus Cousins the next Laker. I mean, the next big Laker. After Shaq. I, I, I'm not counting Dwight Howard as one of those people. But DeMarcus Cousins is still young. This injury, I mean, I, I don't think he's ever had a career-defining injury in his life. So this will be interesting to see how he recovers. Not all people come back great, but people do come back. I mean, Zach Levine still doing crazy dunks after that, uh, dunks after that ACL injury, which is remarkable. And like other people have also come back. But it depends mostly on what Cousins want. I, I mean, this, this Cousins and AD combination, I think it's unstoppable. But the way the game is being played right now, having two big men uh, who are not surrounded by the best of shooters, like not surrounded by those kind of shooters, may, it will not probably be the best exercise. So I think DeMarcus Cousins will opt out. He'll go to the Lakers and do something, but totally up to the management. I mean, totally up to him, I guess. Totally up to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I think it will be interesting. Uh, Definitely. To see what happens? Because you know, I think the the another very similar situation was when Curry got injured. You know, and mm-hmm. but, uh, the Golden State Warriors had a chance to, to kind of trade him or get him get rid of him, and he wasn't the the Stephen Curry that was that is today. Yes. 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 Right? With the knees, right? His uh, knees. You know, but then he suddenly just came back with more. Just, I mean, he just came back a way better player, which is kind of weird that someone would go back, go to injury and come back like t- twice as good, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, there is uh, there is precedent for someone coming back uh, much better, but I don't know. I mean, for me, I think the problem with Demarcus Cousin is just his, he doesn't have the mental fortitude. Like, he gets, he gets, you know, so injury is very little about the physical part. It's more kind of mentally you get a little exhausted and mm-hmm. I think he's I don't know how old he is but I think he's 26 think or something 27. he's 28 I mean he'll be 28 he's in 28 yes oh, yeah so you know in his mind is going to be thinking okay you know next year if I can't play this year then next year then I'm 29 then I'm 30 oh my god I won't be like you know I'm already like this is this is supposed to be my peak my, career yeah. time and I'm yeah. you know so it's just going to it's going to weigh down on him and I think uh, if I was the Pelicans I would get rid of him Mm-hmm. Uh, not because he's not a good just because I just think mentally he won't be able to take it yeah uh, and AD is too good a talent too good a talent to to you know to not uh, see what you can get yeah. so I would I would I would basically try to get 
as many uh, shooting guards as possible for Demarcus Cousin. Uh, so that you can surround AD with like vet because AD has you know Drew Holiday is good uh, and Rondo is also good so they have some good people that can feed AD but mm-hmm. you need some other people to kind of spread the floor a little bit more some more shooting guards which they don't have right now yeah. but yeah I mean it just sucks and it just shows how you know how just crazy this whole uh, NBA is right like uh, I mean, look at what happened to Spurs. I mean, the Spurs, you know, they were playing without Kawhi and they were playing really, really well. But when Kawhi came in and went out again, like the whole morale of the team kind of just definitely took a dump, right? Yeah. It wasn't like they stopped playing good. It's just the morale of like, oh shit, you know, Kawhi is not going to come back anyway. So, you know, what's the point of us breaking our back and winning games? Because <laughs> we're going to get thumped in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. So like, you know, it's just... The, the Golden State Warriors have such a control over the the uh, the entire NBA right now is that everybody ne- knows that they have to be 120%. Otherwise, there's just no point. And, uh, you know, speaking of the Spurs, did you hear about how Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs were having a rift? And I did. I did. I was going to talk about it. But, like, you've started it, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, they, apparently yeah, they mean, were not happy with the way... Way they were, he was recovering from the injury, which is kind of weird for me. I, I mean, I don't understand it. Plus, there's something about Kawhi's uncle talking and uh, Pop not being happy or this, the management not being happy. What, what is your take on this? I mean, how can they? How can Kawhi Leonard be going through such shit, man? It's it sucks when these things happen to like you know the best players. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kawhi Leonard is like uh, the top two or three best Definitely. players in the league, yeah. and. Uh, you know, for him, I think it was extremely uh-huh. difficult to uh, to mm. be injured and not be able to play, I think, in the playoffs. Mm. And what my understanding is that, you know, he got injured. You remember during the playoffs, he took yes. a break and then he came back again after three or four games because he really wanted to play. And, and Pop was like, okay, if you really want to play, I'll, I'll let you play. But I think most of the sort of staff was just like, you know, he, he should shouldn't be playing. be playing, right? Like he shouldn't. He shouldn't be playing, and and you know the the competitor that Kawhi is, he wanted to play, and then he got injured again. He got thrown out again, uh, and then you know it's just every time because a lot of it is misdiagnosed, but a lot of it also like the, I mean it, it's like us, right? Like you know when we get injured and we also have Achilles tear and we have all that all that crap. Yes. You also have it, right? ACL hashtag ACL. Yeah, but. Yeah, ACL. But, uh, you know, we come back and we just keep playing. Like, we don't really care. You know, it's just, you want to play, you want to play, right? I mean, yeah, you got, you're injured and it's going gonna, it's gonna to screw your uh, life later on, but you just want to play. Uh, you, you you let it heal enough so that you can you can play and then you just go play. Uh, so, I think that's kind of the mentality Kawhi has. Like, listen, I can play, you know, like, okay, I, I'm not like, I'm not the best, but I can play. I can contribute. I can I can be a 20, 2010, uh, you know, whatever, 28, 5 player that he usually is. And, and you know, by the time we reach playoffs, maybe, you know, I get better till then. But I think uh, the Spurs are just like, no, you know, we want you to rest. And uh, obviously there is, there is the underlying story, which is Kawhi can get the Supermax contract next year. 
uh, and if he is injured if he or if he's portrayed as injured and not at the best of health he may not get as many offers as he would get if he was playing at its peak in his peak physical condition so there is there is a certain amount of just you know how people hmm. minds work right like they always they always think the worst of the other person so however however much you may like somebody or however much respect you may have you know for 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 him he may be thinking that you know the spurs don't want are afraid that you know i may go somewhere or i may get a better contract somewhere or you know someone just will give me the deal of my lifetime and they want to decrease those chances by keeping me injured or you know not keeping me injured but you know portraying a mm, true uh you know an image that kawai is injury prone right uh so that when <laughs> when they give him his 219 million dollar contract which is ridiculous uh he feels like you know this is the best i can get and he takes it right uh, so there is the sense of that also which is you know are they doing the best for my future in terms of you know paying me the most uh, i think right now uh, steph curry has the highest per, or is it i think westbrook is it him or okay it's westbrook westbrook signs a 205 million dollar one 205 yeah no but isn't uh, steph curry some 290 or something right not 90 i think westbrook's are 211 or 210 or something in that range and steph curry also 200 but uh, yeah man it's a million here or there <laughs> no but the point the point really mm. is that you know it, it if if it's if it was just kawai leonard i don't think it would matter but you know there's an uncle there who is also the agent so for him yeah. his job is to make sure that his his nephew gets the best deal mm-hmm. you know he, I, so that you know kawai is not happy with the fact that uh, the spurs cannot attract free agents into the market like high all of these high value free agents in the market they cannot allow it because they cannot lure them to the spurs market because uh, because of some yeah. reasons one of them i heard was like they don't like the way pop coaches and that he's an he's a great coach and all of that but it's like it's pop's way or the highway that kind of thing and people are not really interested in coming to a location where that's the case like they want to have their own thing they have their own egos and stuff like that which is ridiculous i would i would give my uh, left pinky to play for pop but yeah maybe there's a reason i'm not in the nba no i think you know everyone everyone says they mm. want to play with pop right and everyone says that you know they want to play basketball the right way but you have to understand these guys uh you know the, the all stars or the, the the best players in the league best players uh, in the world hmm. everything is given to them on hmm. a platter right so they for them why should they even you know think about going to the spurs right like uh i i, I mean i i think this is like a, the spurs problem and this is a, this has been the spurs problem ever since ever but thanks to uh. timmy we never faced that because timmy was the you know timmy timmy made sure that you know we we had a chance i mean if the if the biggest if the biggest star in the nba does not have a problem then you are also automatically not allowed to have a problem like if he's yeah then who who the hell are you yes, to like yes, you know yes exactly yeah so so a lot of people don't i mean this is the reason why timmy is one of like my top 5 or top 7 best players ever is that they don't give timmy enough credit for the the culture that he sort of cultivated within this spurs system like obviously pop is a great coach but you know 
Timmy could have gone to Orlando. He could have. He could have been. He could have rocked the boat. He could have made sure like things were difficult. He got paid like mm. crazy. None of that stuff, right? He just said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to keep. I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to get you your 70 plus 70 percent wins every year. You figure out a good team. You figure out players who can chip in during the playoffs. Who can who can complement my skills. Who can you know who can be a 20 plus scorer on any day. And that's what. Pop did like Pop's job was to get all these complimentary players who could do that, and and the thing is that when you have a super team like the mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors, uh, in the same con and the thing, uh, Golden State Warriors is is there has been no team that way. I mean, yeah, you can you can look at the Miami Heat and say okay they were a super team, uh, not really. You know like these guys are just they are all in their peak. Good. <laughs> and they play really well and they have no egos yeah. for themselves like clay thompson is such an amazing player he's probably you know one of the top top 10 best players in the league and he doesn't even care like you know he's just i don't no, he has no. no ego at all he's just like yeah you know whatever till i'm winning i'm fine so it's just you know if you if you are playing in the league right if i was playing in the league i would be like i mean there's no way we are beating them with this <laughs> this team not that this team is bad or not that pop is bad but so uh, there is frustration i think for kawai is just that like listen man like i need we, we can't uh, we have to get over the hump so either i go to play in like a i go and play in houston uh, oklahoma city uh, okay. right no i don't think oklahoma is a good place but why the hell would he go to or houston like i go play with uh, with lebron like or i go play with Giannis, or i go play with somebody or like a couple of really good players but but you still can't beat Clay Thompson, Steph, and Kevin. Like, it's so difficult, right? Plus, Draymond Green and all that bunch of just six, nine guys who can just shoot at any time. And Andre Godala. We haven't even talked about Andre Godala or, uh, like, David West's presence. David uh, West. I mean, like, David West was almost, was almost a starter in the Spurs system, right? Like... Uh, so it's just I I feel like any any player would be frustrated. Any player should be frustrated with the state of the Golden State Warriors. And if you are injured and you know that these guys are not going to go and attract you know players because Pop is you know Pop is Pop. Like he doesn't have to go and recruit, mm. right? Like he's Pop. You come, you play for him. I don't have to go recruit people because I'm going to win. So that part, I think Pop needs to like just shed it, and I think he will because you know the way they worked out the stuff with Lamarcus Aldridge. I think they will figure out a way to go and recruit some big star. Uh, they better do they that this need, year, like yeah, yeah, and they don't need to get like someone like the best of the best, but they can get someone who's really, really good. Uh, I say AD should come. AD, wow. High hopes. AD is being recruited by the Boston Celtics also. Yeah, but come on. Would you play for and Brad also the Cleveland? Play for Pop. Like I'm sure on. people would rather play for Brad Stevens Who, than. Why Pop. would why would people why would people not want to play with Kawhi Leonard? I don't get it. He's he's, he's like injured, the least. Man. Yeah, but he's the least ball hog person. He's amazing at defense. He gets his own shots. Like he's he'll score 15 to 20 points without having to handle the ball. Just by rebounds, offensive rebounds or steals and stuff like that. So, like, and his defense is just apex. So, 
if you are a, if you are a superstar who likes to hog the ball or who likes to keep the ball why wouldn't you want to play against Kawhi Leonard because he is not he doesn't need the ball anyway so it is torn and everyone's been telling this since ever is that like you know lebron should just go to san antonio spurs like just if lebron wants to win his next three championships huh. there is no other better place for him to go <laughs> than the spurs. the spurs he's true, he's not true. going to win in cleveland he's not going to no. attract anybody in cleveland he he no. cannot go to the he can probably go to the rockets but i don't think he, the rockets just they don't fit his system the way he plays then uh-huh. you have three ball handlers right like that's just yeah. stupid so i think he won't do it but lebron should just go to the spurs like he can spend 5 to 10, his next 5 it's to so 10 much years sense. just winning what just can like he's at the spurs they just win yeah he could just win he could just keep winning and ride ride kawhi leonard you know like i just don't see why he, why he wouldn't do it other than the fact that you know it's a shitty place to go Plus, play yeah he can't have that he can't uh, leave cleveland again right he might just burn his whole house <laughs> no i think he can leave cleveland because you know he cha- mm. he promised a championship mm-hmm. he got them a championship mm. three times finals i think that should be that is enough i think that you know that's that's the best you can do for that team you know i mean the owner is shitty the owner doesn't give a <laughs> about the team mm, sure. so uh Yeah, I think that's the I think there is a very high possibility Kawhi will leave the Spurs unless Pop and the team decide to go recruit talent because this is like a unique situation, right? Like this is a unique situation where the team that you're going against is so good and they are so mm-hmm. well like they play so well together. It's just it's like when the Lakers were there, right? When the Lakers were there, the Shaq yeah. and Kobe, they dominated for 4 years. right and it was very and they could have dominated for another another two or three years but they had chemistry problems right but this state, golden state warriors uh-huh. don't seem to have any chemistry problems at all and they all that all their top players are in their peak like they <laughs> they have three or four more years of their peak yeah. left so it's just i just you know you either someone gets injured which we but if they get injured we'll talk about them on the podcast we we will, will not condone it no, we will not encourage it but we will always be happy that the golden state warriors had an injury just saying we, we need some equality in the nba man. yeah <laughs> equality in the nba yeah we definitely need some equality and you know it's just i think it's it's unfair at this point of time yeah. it was unfair last year but then yes. we thought this year like you know they they only got stronger I, you know but then nothing happened then i think next year they only got stronger happen. they only got stronger and now they you know and uh, you know and a lot of injuries mm-hmm. to all a lot of lot of teams <clears throat> uh but i think you know so i think next year is going to like oh. this summer we'll figure out what kawhi leonard is going to do uh mm-hmm. and i think the spurs need to go recruit somebody i don't know who's available though like there's no one who's available uh, right like, the only person available is demarcus cousins who else is there this who else is there going f- which are the big stars there's mm-hmm. nobody there this year this summer there's really no one so i just i don't know who they are even going to attract like all of them maybe paul george but paul george is not going to leave okc paul george is not going to leave okc that is true and also congratulations to paul george for uh, getting selected to the all star team well deserved extremely well deserved i think it mm-hmm. was 
I think one of uh, Anthony Davis or DeMarcus Cousins had to go. Sadly, it was DeMarcus Cousins. But I, I, I think, yeah, definitely he was an all-star snub. And uh, leading the lead in steals and being a defensive lockout and like still scoring 20 points a game. That is just crazy. I think shout out to Paul George. He has really showed, showed up recently. Uh, and, and so what did you think about the reserves? Did you see anyone getting snubbed? Like was someone who you thought would be at least a reserve not, who did not make it? Uh, honestly, I, I didn't really think anyone mm. got snubbed as such. I would, I would say uh, I think they needed maybe the only person that I think probably got snubbed was Goran Dragic okay, okay. from the Miami Good Heat. Good point. Good point, yeah. Miami has been doing because right, well. Dragic has yeah. been Miami yeah. is doing well and it's all mm-hmm. because of Dragic, not because of anyone else. So I think uh, he he deserved uh, he deserved to you know uh, be one of the reserves. I mean Miami is ranked number uh-huh. number four at this point of time, right? And if you look at if you look at Boston, they have two. Toronto has two. Cleveland has two. Miami has zero, Washington has two, Indiana has one, Philadelphia has one, Milwaukee has one. So Washington has two. That is crazy. Yeah. So I think I think Miami has been playing so good that they should have had one All Star because they're ranked number four. Hmm. You can't have, you know, you can't have All Stars in all the other teams that are not playing that good, and have zero All Stars. So I think that one I think was was a snub. Uh, I think Draymond Green shouldn't have mm-hmm. been a reserve because there are there are better forwards I think uh, and you know if you're playing in the Golden State I mean four four is a little bit too much I always feel but they 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 have had four right? you know, they like had, four, they had four, four last just, year they uh, Miami yeah, had four Celtics had four yeah I. I Miami never had four when did Miami have four Miami had four no not Miami sorry Celtics had four not Miami. Celtics when did Celtics have four? Uh, they had Rondo uh, and the three, big three. Yeah, in I mean, the that 2011. Like the Atlanta one. Hawks had four, right, at one point of time. Yes, exactly. Yes, Atlanta Hawks also had four. Right, but those were all East teams, right? East teams, yeah, there's no one really there. Like, uh, for, exa- <laughs> for example, I think, uh, you know, Portland, probably you could have given uh, Nurkic or you could have given Denver Jokic, you know, huh. uh, instead of giving it to Draymond Green, right? So... I think one of those two, one of the Jokic, Nokic, one of those two had to get in, had to be, uh, had to be a, uh, yeah, instead of Draymond, I would say one of those two, but otherwise I think I'm fine with most of it. Mm -hmm. Joel Embiid was kind of, I just didn't understand that as a starter. Joel Embiid as a starter is an insult to Al Horford or is an insult to lots of other. He could have been in reserve, there's no problem with that, but... As a starter, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, first of all, he does not play like every game. He takes his chill. He relaxes one game. He does not play back to back. He, I, I mean, I, I'll not deny that he is very exciting to watch. Like very skilled, and I absolutely love uh, his post moves and just the fact that he even tries to do it in this league. Like tries to make it difficult for other people to, and, and the way he's boisterous and all of that, but there is no way he is a starter in the All Star for the East. Kinda signifies that the East does not. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ben Simmons did not make it, and as a reserve, but Joel Embiid did. So yeah, well, go figure that. But 
yeah, uh, I, th- I think it'll be fun anyways. All-Star, I mean, it's what the fans want. And I mean, it's not like it's, this is a pickup game or something where, you know, you have to be, you know, like, uh, great. Yeah, if the fans love you, then that's all that matters for the All-Star game. And, and it kind of makes sense also. I, I was thinking, like, for the, for the yeah, past yeah. two, three years, the All-Star game, the Sunday All-Star game has just been a joke. Uh, with, like, yeah. moderate to no defense being played, which is, which is, you know, makes sense. But there's absolute lack of, like, no, nobody wants to see that. I mean, we don't, we know that they're not gonna, like, you know, be hustling around, going for this, uh, going for these loose balls or, like, playing any sort of credible defense for more than a possession at a time. Uh, like, you know, more than two possessions in a row. Yeah. We un- understand all that, but uh, usually, like, when I first started watching it, Till the third quarter, the scores would be like somewhat close, but when the fourth quarter comes, they they would start at least doing you know doing something. But here, I mean, for the last three years, I I think the uh, the score has just kept going up and up and up. Uh, we have yeah, uh, we it might not be too late before we see a two hundred score in a outside game, and that that's not fun for anyone. I mean, I I, I don't find it. I, I it's not like cricket, right? I mean, in cricket more runs means more excitement, but. In basketball, I don't necessarily think that more yeah. uh, basket. I mean, you just keep scoring on the other team. Uh, like one team has scored one ninety, the other has scored one eighty. Okay, man, come on! Like now, can we play some defense or do something? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it even if it is for the fans, you should know what the fans want. The fans don't want. Uh, yeah, they want the best players going at and not just making way, making space for each other. Like you, please go and trunk, or you can shoot from there. I do. Huh. Uh, are you excited for the All-Star game? I'm uh, never excited about the All-Star game. All-Star, I think yeah. it's a complete waste of money. <laughs> complete waste of money. But what and about the three-point shootout or the slam dunk contest? It's nothing. I just don't like any of this stuff. You don't I like just, the slam dunk uh, contest also? How can you be so such a killjoy, man? Come on. I mean, the slam dunk is, is you know, it used to be exciting at one point of time. But now it's just, you know, I don't find the dunks ex- I mean, you have to... It depends on who is in the dunk contest, right? Like, True, yeah. When you had Vince Carter and you had, you know, Kobe and you had uh, Blake also for some mm. time. I mean, those people... What, what about the Aaron Gordon dunk show? You, you remember that, right? Uh, you did not uh, like that? I think, one, I think one of them was very good. The one that he kind of sits and sits puts and this, below his... Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that, was, that was a good dunk. That was, that was a good that dunk. Was, and I could not, like, figure but out how to do it. then otherwise, it's just... Yeah, but then otherwise, everything is kind of... Mm-hmm. And I personally, I like in-game dunks. Uh, so for me, uh, just this kind of running and dunking excite you does not uh, give me much excitement. I mean, one thing I really liked about one of the uh, Dwight Howard dunks is where he raised it up to twelve feet. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. I think people should play around with the height more because then you can just mm-hmm. show how much you can actually just leap. I think I don't know. I just that that one I think is just really exciting because then it shows that these guys are really athletic. It's just not they're, that they're tall. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. If I if I if I'm six foot eight, dunking is not that. I mean, even a little bit of height you can dunk, but like when Nate Robinson dunks, it's just like wow, this guy's fine nine and he dunks and he does on. So I think what they should do is they should just increase the height of the <laughs> ring. Uh, and make it make it like uh, you know like as though 
yeah you know as though it's it's uh, Nate Robinson height like make all the 68 which is uh. kind of 67 68 which is kind of that so you, you, you want it to be increased by like 1 feet as a make five, it 11 feet that'll be good for you or 12 feet you want 12 feet yeah and then 11 or 12 feet and then just say oh, all right now you have this now you now you uh. show me what you have right like i mean something like that like they, they make it a little uh. bit more interesting that's mm-hmm. what i feel and even with like the three point shootout like these guys are shooting all the time make it a four point shootout you know like i don't know is make it a little bit more interesting i just i just feel like three point shootout is three point shootout like they, they do this on yeah. the practice every day like there's nothing interesting we see them shooting these shots every every time so there's nothing, nothing interesting exciting, exciting yes i i i nothing yeah. interesting i mean i agree with the uh, three point thing i mean they they basically elite three pointers so what is the big deal they just shoot it ha huh. yeah so just watching them just take the same yeah. amount of three pointers is is really useless uh and uh, it used to be mm. probably fun when people used to not La- take three pointers yes, when okay. you know the, during the larry bird era but now it's just now it's it's just uh, i feel like make it a four point or okay i i hope adam silver is listening because these are some very nice suggestions by the ballers paper Obviously he's listening. This true, is the is this is the best Definitely. podcast on basketball. He gets all yeah. his and all also his all the NBA players I think. Yeah. My bad, my bad. Continuously. My Come bad. on, man. <laughs> the the one guy the one guy who is listening from Abu Dhabi is actually at Adams. He's masking whoa. his VPN. Mm, interesting. He's using a VPN to listen to our. <laughs> all right. Uh you. I think the last yeah. thing that we had uh, started to talk about is uh the referee situation suddenly there's this huge exodus of referees referees trying to be like you know be very uh, non chill just calling technicals for everything ejecting people throwing them out uh, calling stupid calls not even being there being in, i mean what do you think the role of the referee is i mean the nba i'll i'll give you my two cents on this the nba has always accepted uh, the nba has always yes. accepted you know like Uh, this analytics the big data analytics like uh, getting all these uh, like new technologies involved uh, trying to figure out i mean the nba coaches right now do not always have a stats guy and not just a statistics guy some this some of this classification guy or an analytics guy someone who thinks thinks of basketball in the modern light i don't see any reason why they can't be i mean in the future maybe yeah. in the next 10 10 years i'll give it 10 years not more than that like referees can completely be eliminated on the court who hmm. who will figure out what is going on much more correctly than a referee who might you know he might be looking at something else but he might not be looking at something else but if you have a high uh, like high high definition camera which can record all these things because i recently saw ted spear ted talk where uh, this guy basically questioned why are the positions in a nba basketball team defined very statically as in there is a point guard shooting guard power small power power forward center which is a very old classification right you have these uh, this is this is inherited by the by the current nba so he be, he analyzed people yes, he yes. analyzed their shots he analyzed the type of shots they take the kind of role that they do and instead of having five positions i think seven seven positions some of them were like uh, the all star uh, the something like a high high volume shooter uh, a low volume ball handler and you know uh, mm. seven different kind of things and he, and then he classified current players as 
whether they are this, whether they are this, whether they are this. And so his idea was that basically what I'm trying to say is okay. we have had a lot, there's a lot of data being collected at every basketball game. And coaches and teams are using it to determine the next set of, you know, the winning tactics. Like the the Warriors aren't yes, an accident. Yes. They have been going through this thing from 2008. They've been trying to become the best team. Yeah. And it's no wonder that they're based out of Silicon Valley. And they use their smart things. They know that a three is much more important than a two. And like more valuable than a two. Like a three from outside the three-point line is much better than a two-pointer from just inside that two-point. Like the mid-range game figured out certain things. What I'm saying is I can easily I can easily see a future where referees are completely removed by uh, replaced by robots but what I'm my, my question to you is right now how yes. can the NBA like talk about this referees versus players this act I mean you you can't have a league where the stars are being uh, mistreated or miss something by the refs right nobody's there to watch the refs but the refs are there to conduct the game and you have to respect the ref because he's a human being and he might not be always correct, but how can you, uh, shouldn't there be one of these right. two-sided things where the referees yeah. also re- understand that, you know, these people are, uh, yeah. you know, there, there's, there has to be some sort of a, like an equilibrium point. What do you, what do you think about that? Oh, no, I agree with you. I think, uh, I think, I mean, first of all, I don't blame the referees. Uh, I have I have been a referee in a couple of basketball games, and it is the most difficult job in the world. Because um, one is if you have really fast guards, and you have really tall big people, contact is inevitable. Right now, for them to assess whether it was actual contact, real contact, was it enough to to move somebody, or was it you know too forceful? Uh, is very very difficult and the, they only have their eye test to go for it right an eye test is basically how the person reacts to the bump or whatever and so if you if that is what and this i don't think even robots can really figure out unless you have like sensors on the player's body to understand impact right uh, so in the end of the day i think a lot of it is the player's mistake i feel because you see that there are a lot of calls mm. where mm. it's clearly a foul. Puts. The guy has clearly whacked someone. Yeah. And you, you even know, I we've know played it. basketball. Yes. We know when we whack somebody. Yeah, we know we know mm. when when we have we, when we have hit someone's palm when he's holding the ball or when we have pushed somebody. We we know it. I know it. I mean, yeah. you know, you know how I play defense, right? So I know every like, right? So it's we all know it and. Uh, so I think the uh-huh. players need to take responsibility mm. that, listen, you anyway get away with a lot of fouls, right? Anyway, every player gets away with very a lot of fouls because the, the game is not as well, as strict as it used to be. Or it's not as strict, right? So the, the players must make the job of the referee easier by being honest about uh you know uh, about the foul and if they are honest about it then there's a respect between the players and the referees but i think i think it is the player's mistake because a lot of people are flopping and unfortunately i have to say the biggest person who started this was manu ginobili man who the man who who, who, who is the who's the master at the flop drawing fouls Mm. and master at drawing fouls 
like just going to the i mean he was he's the master like that's his if he ever he, goes into the he will definitely fame. go into the hall of fame shout out to manu jinobli cuz he he definitely deserves to be in the jo- uh, hall of fame i, I sure. oh yeah. yeah oh jinobli jinobli <laughs> is amazing he's still dunking man at 40 right and and uh, i did i dunking. saw the one did against one uh, did? i think was it celtics i don't know against who just, it was boom but unexpected. he just comes running he laid up no boom. baby boom yeah unexpected <laughs> yeah uh, and so I, i think that's mm. it that if if the players start being honest about the fouls yeah listen you don't have to you don't have to put your hand up every time you make a foul right if the if the referee calls it just shut up right and just shut How up and call this, just, yeah. just take it don't have to oh my god how is this a foul oh my and yeah yeah you know let him do his job respect him respect his mm-hmm. job uh some calls don't go your way some calls will go your way uh and that's one thing that i think can be done by the players to actually improve their experiences as basketball players the other thing i find really stupid oh. is when they when there is a there is like a foul right and they they go to the replay right so you can take so oh, one one okay. thing is that you should do is they should be able to take a replay throughout the game <laughs> and quickly not they take like 20 minutes for replay. replay i don't understand why yes. they take so much time but uh you know one is they should be able to take It's, the mm. the replay yeah and uh, the other thing is when they they take they have a rule that if you take the replay for a certain call if something else is shown up you can't you can yeah you can't go and change it yeah yeah you can't like the, go back and say this was, I, i don't know recently there was something where like i think against the cleveland and the and and the golden state warrior game there was a uh-huh. there was something there was a call but it was actually a foul and it was clear it was a foul but the call was for something else so okay. you know that's just but that is just stupid like you know when you see that you, mm-hmm. if you're taking a replay you have to look at the whole thing right uh so that these two things i think can solve everything and i don't know if if image processing or robots or whatever can actually measure impact because that is the problem the problem is not not the contact everybody can see the contact the question is it's is the, the impact, impact yeah right and that mm. is an eye test i think i don't know how somebody would be able to calculate i mean you could calculate impact i mean yeah a robot could calculate impact but uh much better than the referee i i think i think you should you should get into it and uh you should credit me with the idea but it's some robots for all of us so that uh, our next generation of basketballers will not be able to flop like this they'll be called on the flop no i think flopping is i think flopping is okay it's flopping. just it's become too much <laughs> so if you do it it's fine but if everyone does it it's no, cool. no it's when it's clearly a foul and then when you you <laughs> you act like it was not a foul that's just stupid like hmm. you know they're going to replay it on the on the TVs at least right like Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's become like football, right? Like everyone's <laughs> just flopping and it's yeah. become it's become that way and why won't someone do it because it, if you get a foul call, you go to the you you know, you get into the penalty zone, you may probably disrupt the play, the flow, so it's overall it's good. So I mm-hmm. I think the only thing that the players can do is that uh or we have to wait for smart intelligent robots 
Yeah. We we yeah. are waiting. I, I'm predicting it. Fifteen, ten to fifteen years, it will be there. Ten be, to fifteen uh, years. Oh my god. Okay. All right. I mean, because you need to uh, bypass the referees' union, or although they'll start trying, to, they'll try to break the robots or like try to pour water on them or shit like that. So you need like ten, fifteen years to for that kind of, like the same thing that happens with Ubers, Uber in Bangalore, like uh, all these auto drivers and all used to pelt them, used to tell them fuck off from here and all. But uh, you know, yeah, it has, it needs time to uh, get ingrained into this thing. All right then. uh that's it that's it for this episode of the podcast congratulations uh, vinit we've done 10 episodes till now i'm i'm extremely proud and i cannot cannot thank uh, thank you for you know like uh, putting that spark in me and uh, so uh, cheers to you and uh, thanks to all all the people who've awesome. heard awesome